call, you leave me here in nothing at all. Might be a professional. What are we doing? You would never, you would never catch me doing anything like that. Like that's ridiculous. (laughs) Hey, we're on YouTube. Hey, yeah, it's actually hey, working. Hey, you got Janet Jackson smile. <laughs> <laughs> we Janet Jackson smile. Don't win a body like Jennifer. You want a star in my liquid dreams. My liquid dreams. Uh, all right. We, we, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set it up here. We tried to go live at our normal time. For some reason, it wasn't it wasn't going live on YouTube, and like we got to be on YouTube, right? This is where most of our our viewers are from. So, like, all right, I'm gonna make a, a new. Yeah, the wife just texted me, "Hey, there you are. Hi." Uh, so, I made a new link and everything. I was like, "Well, I'll put it on Twitch at the very least. Hopefully, people will show up on Twitch." And then we're backstage, and I swear, SB3 and Nick were singing for like three <laughs> to five minutes. This random song. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't even know that song. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to click go live while you guys are singing. And so that was our intro for this show. This is SP3 and Nick Lee. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Jeremy Lambert. That's SP3. There you see Professor Nick below us. It is NBA All-Star Weekend. We are here. We are we are feeling good. SP3, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. I got to sing some O-Town to start the day. The the most underrated boy band of all time. If you know, you know you watch Making the Band 1. You know that that is the truth. Underrated for what they went through. Dealing with ditties. Uh, crazy ass. That's why he went even tougher on the band. But yes, I am here. Nick is here. We, we got Nick back on the show. It feels like full circle from how we started the NBA season. And here we are in the halfway part. And then we got Jeremy here. He's going to deny that I'm always right. But it is it is FMC. It's not a Tuesday. It's not a Monday. It's not a it's not a, it's it not a, a Friday. It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> I was going to say that. But it is a Wednesday. <laughs> Nick, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing great, guys. Um, I'm, I'm here. Not singing. Um, <laughs> at all. Uh, or nothing at all. Uh, <laughs> but I'm excited, man. I'm glad to be back on with you guys. Uh, you know, NBA season uh, getting past the halfway point. We're getting to the All Star break. Uh, so to look at some of the things that we talked about at the beginning of the season and how it all panned out to where it is now, uh, without the crazy trades that have happened going into the trade deadline and uh, just two blockbuster deal well actually three when you count what the lakers were able to pull off and do but then you look at what katie stop then you look at what you got Kyrie going to the mavs it's just it's the landscape has changed so it's cool to be able to talk about that stuff and uh yeah i'm looking forward to chatting it up with you guys about what's going on in the inbook do you have thoughts on on all the trades that happened and how things have now reshaped, especially in the West. Cause look, I said at the start of the season, my Denver nuggets looking good. I was feeling good about it. And then here come the Suns. Let's get, Oh, Kevin Durant. Uh, and now I don't feel quite as good about my Denver nuggets, but you know, you never know. They're one, they're, they're a Kevin Durant injury away from being the, the same Phoenix Suns we've kind of seen. So what are, what are your thoughts on all the trades that happened? 
I think that the landscape has changed in the Western Conference. And it's two reasons. One, because everybody is so close in the West that a move, a big move here or there could really set you, set you apart from everybody else in the conference. That's one. But two, they see how good the Celtics and the Bucks are right now. And they're like, we got to gear up because we got to get past everybody in the West. And then we got to play one of those teams whenever we get to the finals. So we need to go ahead and stock up now. So it's, I, I think it's, it's smart by teams like Dallas and Phoenix to do that, knowing that you are right there with teams like the Nuggets and the Grizzlies and God, my God, the Kings uh, to uh, kind of be at that top tier in the Western Conference. And plus you want to get to a four seed. Like you're trying to fight to get into the top four so you can have at least a home court advantage for the first round, at least uh, going forward in the playoffs and to avoid the play-in. And that's what a lot of teams in the West are trying to do right now is avoid the play-in because we saw how the play-in was last year for the Western Conference, how it's really anything could happen uh, when you come to the seven through ten seeds. And uh, right now, when you look at those seven through ten seeds, I mean, I really want the Pelicans. If Zion gets healthy after the All Star break and doesn't have another setback with the hamstring, the Minnesota Timberwolves are young and doing really well. Uh, the Golden State Warriors are the Golden State Warriors, man. I mean, they are who they are. And the Utah Jazz is still a really good team right now, despite the under five hundred record. They're still good. So you look at these teams that are like one through ten in the Western Conference and. Of course, it's going to be an arms race going into the trade deadline because of what you're going to have to deal with for the remainder of the season and then going into the playoffs with the team that you're going to end up having to play. It is very, very tight in the West, and we do have the Pelicans and the Lakers tonight. I did not plan this, that the Pelicans and the Lakers were going to play tonight, and then we got – it was a happy accident. We were supposed to do this on Tuesday. We were supposed to do this on Tuesday. And you, sure. moved it. you moved it to the day for this very reason. So don't try to Make sit that away with me, sir. Come that on. assumes I know the Lakers schedule that well. I do not know the Lakers you do. schedule. You do. Well. Just to troll me, you do. I, you do look at the Lakers schedule before you yes. schedule FMC. <laughs> I would have scheduled it after their latest loss. Who'd they just lose to? They, they beat the, the Warriors. I watched the Warriors game, but then they lost the the, to who? The Blazers. Yeah, that was a bad uh, loss. The Blazers. Were 23 threes we gave up. Jesus Christ. Eight, oh, but eight, they played eight, good defense. They played good defense, though. Even yeah, though they, they gave up. They played good they, defense, according they to the coach. They, they didn't play good perimeter defense. That's for damn sure. Uh, AD had 19 and 20, so he was all right. But then he went he went radio silent on his Instagram. He, he de- like deleted everything and went uh, black on his Instagram because he doesn't like losing, ladies and gentlemen. Had nothing to do with him being jealous of LeBron. He got sat down two minutes before his best friend set the all-time scorer record. He was upset. Stop trying to make something out of that. Yeah. And about three months he'll be wearing a t-shirt on the sideline saying that's all (laughs) see see here we go here we go here we go all over again with the slander from the guy who who was pumping up the team that went on a 10 game losing streak now they in the they were in the top top half of the of the league for for most of this and then a month ago they started free falling we gonna talk about zion williamson getting hurt 
We're gonna talk about Brandon Ingram being out for a while. Yeah, man, he's, about- hurt, he's hurt again. He's hurt again. He got another setback. setback. Just setback with the hamstring. They got- they we are once Zion. It's the NBA, man. Everybody goes on the run. Remember that guy you say it all the time. On sports centers, the NBA, everybody goes on the run. It happens. He got, he got more set, he, he got more setbacks than Robert Downey Jr. dealing with his addiction. Like okay. it's, it's 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 damn. Okay. Why is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. catching strays? <laughs> not be accepted. I will not have that. Not here. Not on Jeremy's show. I'm not gonna do it, sir. You're ridiculous. Maybe the fix should be in. Jeremy, do what you do. Uh, we have our NBA All-Star Draft today, and here's how this is going to work. Everyone knows that you know they, they do the draft in real life where it's team. I guess it's LeBron and Giannis. It's always LeBron. Um, it's always LeBron and somebody. It's always LeBron. Yeah, at some oh, point they're going to have to replace that guy, right? Um, oh, Jake does have a question. Uh, SB3, care to comment on your five-game deficit in, in fantasy basketball right now? Well, 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 Jer- well, well Jake. <laughs> I, I'm the only one that seems to be nipping at your heels, despite the five game deficit. It don't matter. It's a re- that's in the regular season. As long as I keep my two seed in the FMC fantasy basketball draft, I'm doing a lot better than everybody else. Why don't you ask Jeremy how's his F Kevin Durant team is doing so far? I don't even huh? know who's on my team. I have exactly. no idea who's on my team. I've dealt. I've dealt with a Yan. I dealt with a Giannis injury. I dealt with different. Where was Giannis injuries. injured? He was out like two. Two games. Yeah, that was that. That made me lose a week. I, I should not have five losses. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I have LeBron. LeBron's been. Tell him to stay healthy. He's he's been. He was playing well for you until he had the scoring record, and then he was like, "Ow, ooh, yeah." And his foot hurts. Ow, all of a sudden. ooh, my foot. I've been dealing with this all year. I just didn't say nothing until I hit the scoring record. Ah, disappointed <laughs> that I didn't get you know invited to this. Yeah, game. look at that, Jeremy. I put it out there for an open forum. I can't. I, I can't help. I should get a DM. Come on, man. I'm there you fair. go. I don't. I'm go. very bad at like DMing people and be like, "Hey, do you want to 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 do this for like fantasy league?" I just put it out there openly. I just feel like I didn't like because you know that I I kill you. No, next next season we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it on. We need to record it. We you need, need to record the, the drafting. Oh, excuse me, a fightful, like fightful, and like people who work at fightful, a fightful league like a basketball league because i for some reason i just want to beat sean ross sap at something <laughs> like, hey i beat i beat him at fantasy football so that was fantasy wink something you know i won <laughs> i won my tiktok fantasy league this year so i mean against guys who know a whole lot more about fantasy football than i do but you know i know sports that's why i work for espn this, is, this no, but- is why you do the damn thing look at you look at you humble brag <laughs> I gotta stop doing that, man. I was kidding. I was like, yeah, look at him big time and humble bragging. Like, I'm just, just stay. Down. No, don't. No, do it. Humble brag. It's all good here. Tell Every time here. we got a guest on the show, they want a humble brag. We had, we had Phil on Friday telling, telling us that he's a writer. And when I asked him to use, period, so good. I'm a writer, that, sir. You got, you got Nick here. He, he worked for ESPN, and I got to go against him in a, in a draft of all stars. Like this is not fair. What? This is not fair to SP3. Like start the hashtag. That's a new oh, hashtag for me. Oh, not fair to SP3. Not fair to Flair. SP3. Poor no, I'm not. I'm not a flair. I won't. I won't. I won't own that family. I won't. Nope. Uh, what family are you gonna own? What family? I, are you I claim the family of Kyrie. 
He is a part of my family. We're like cousins. Cousin of Kyrie is me. No, it's not really cousins because he's more related to my nephew. So he would be my nephew because he's no, like, his bro- he's like, like my cousin- nephew's brother-in-law. Cousin of so, Kyrie. Oh, yeah. That, he's, he's my he, – yo, Kyrie Earp is my nephew-in-law. That That's crazy. Well, in, NIL. NIL. Oh, NIL, okay. He, he, he's my Pop NIL. He's my NIL signee, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the for the All-Star draft. My NIL signee. You're, you're a cock, Ooh. SP3. Cousin of Kyrie. You're a cock. Yeah, <laughs> Much better. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Nick, we talk about eating ass and sucking toes on this show. Calling someone a cock is very... No, that is not a part of the brand. So that's not... (laughs) Although I was talking about Crisco and my wife last night on my live. (laughs) Okay. All right. But it's legal now because we're married, so we can do that. It's legal. Let's get married. (laughs) All right. We're going to do our NBA All-Star Draft. It is going to be Nick against SP3. Let me switch. There we go. Switch spots there. there. Uh, I'm down here in the moderator spot. We're going to do starters and reserves, actual starters and reserves, not this injury replacement nonsense they're trying to do. So I'm going to pull up the draft board for everybody here. Hold on one second. There, There it is right there. Bang. Uh, all right, so there's the draft board. You can see it. We got Team SP3, Team Nick, right there. You get, uh, you take your pick on whoever you want. We're gonna fill out these teams. It is snake order. I'm pretty sure that's how they do it in in the real life. Is they do the the back to back picks and everything. Um, and maybe at the end we will do one kind of like wild card you could pick from in the entire pool of no. players. Yeah, we got we could pick. All it doesn't have to be tonight. snubs. It can. It, because like Pascal Siakam is like an injury replacement guy. If you don't want to take Pascal Siakam, you don't have to take Pascal Siakam. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily sub. It's just uh, or snub. It's just wild card kind of players. I guess if you think, yeah, this is the guy who got snubbed. But yeah. uh, there's the draft board. Nick, as our guest, I'm gonna allow you the first pick. LeBron James. Look at that nonsense. Picking up, picking my Los Angeles. I'm sorry to pick one of the greatest players of all time as my first pick in my draft. Jesus, my Christ. bad. Jesus Christ. We are again. We're throwing out like the injury stuff. We're we're just going. You know who who made it this year on on merit, and we're gonna assume for an All Star game these guys are healthy enough to play their 20 minutes that they're gonna play. Nice. SP3, wow. you got two picks. Oh, I got two picks. Yeah, it's back to back picks. No, this is how it works. I want to make sure this is how it works because now I'm gonna. No, you said two back to back picks. Yeah, he would get two back to back picks. All right, all right, making sure. And with my second pick, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I figured you were gonna do that. I should have. Oh, it's not back to back picks. Oh. You you said it already. You made the rules. You're the moderator. You can't no, switch it up now. You can't switch it up now. Yes, it can. You can't switch it up now. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're going Giannis. That's look. Giannis is actually a fair pick. All right, Nick. You have back to back picks. Okay, so we're doing this without like a no no injury. Right, no injuries, and you can you don't have to pick starters first. You can pick just from the entire list. Okay, my second pick is Zion Williamson. All right, look at this guy; he's got a homer pick. And then the next pick, 
Yeah, gosh darn right. And uh, my next pick will be uh, Nikola Jokic. Fraud MVP. If picks. you don't stop, he uh, was so deserving of that MVP, sir. Luca, he's gonna win it again this year too. Luca Dantic. Your so defense what? is really great, uh, SP3 with Kyrie. Hey, we got Giannis. We got Giannis. <laughs> like, what we? Would you? This is an All Star game. Ain't nobody playing defense. What are we Kyrie. talking about here, sir? They play. They play defense in the clutch. They try to. They actually try yeah, to defend we got in the clutch. We got Giannis. He gonna play in the clutch? No worries. So you just gotta pick all of the uh, the Mavericks. Is that what you're gonna do? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know they're zero two with Kyrie and Luca, right? I'm gonna pick from the slave state. Uh, next up, let's go. <laughs> Yo, ain't nobody scoring in the paint on my team. Let's go with Joel Embiid, the real last year MVP. So let's let's not talk about how I picked Zion and he's gonna dunk all over everybody. Let's let's not talk about that. <laughs> you gonna dunk on Giannis? Oh, hey. oh, yep. Yep. Nick, Nick, you can you can legitimately like win this draft right now if you take back to back. Who I feel you should take. Well, uh, let's go ahead and start with KD. All right, that was the first. I mean, fuck Kevin Durant, but that was the first person I would have taken. I mean, okay, and uh, let's let's do a rhyming game: Durant and Morant. We get Ja. Okay, that was not who I would have taken, but I respect Ja Morant. You should. You better respect Ja Morant. <laughs> <laughs> talking about is not who I pick. And now I, I now I get back to back, right? You get back to back, yes, SP. All right, so I'm gonna pick one for me, and one to you know. I won't say kiss ass, brown nose. Um, <laughs> All right, well, I know who you're... My moderator, Shay Gildress Alexander. All right. And the pick for you. I love his and... R&B with the 90s. <laughs> and the pick for me, the greatest shooter of all time, Steph Curry. Yeah, that I'd say I would have gotten Durant and Curry, Nick. Like, Steph in an all-star. If you got game. Durant, you don't get Curry. I mean, clearly Durant does need Curry because that's the only way he can win a championship. Well, we're about to see that this year. <laughs> hey, need another great point guard, sure. <laughs> Why the heck? Uh, Nick, your two picks. Okay, mine will be. Uh, let's see. Let's go, Drew Holiday. Nick, Nick, going with some defense here. Mm-hmm. And Dame Lillard. Got some shooter. Right. He had to respond to my Steph Curry pick. I like that. Was that. A good pick. I like that. That was a good pick. Dame time, uh, baby. Let's get some defense on this team. Let's go with uh, Jason Tatum. I like how you picked the top five score for his defense. Absolutely. Great defender, too. Great defender. He's very uh, good I agree. He is a very good defender. Yeah. Um, and just to just to really dominate in the paint, Triple J. I like that. I like Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean, he's got fake defensive stats, uh, but I do like Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh, man. Nick, who you got? Uh, more scoring, Donovan Mitchell. All right. Uh, let me get Donovan Mitchell, and uh, you know what? Let me get Young Sabonis. Okay, Give me like young. that double double machine, Demonte Sabonis. Give me our young. Venus would be proud. Our Venus would be proud. Um, let me get Jalen Brown. I want all the Celtics and all the Mavericks. 
And next. And then players from every team that Kyrie has played for. Let me get <laughs> since he represents the wrestling club like I do, Tyrese Halliburton. So there there are no nets, and unfortunately, you know, they, they traded their two all stars. Pretty much. <laughs> all right, who you got, Nick? Spencer Dinwiddie ain't walking through that door for the All Star game. <laughs> you know who else Kyrie has never played for? The Lakers. Uh let me get <laughs> Uh, this is, uh, begrudgingly, begrudgingly, because I hate the nickname Playoff P. But let me get Paul. Oh, uh, uh, fake All Star. He shouldn't yeah. even be an All Star. He should not be an All Star. So you shouldn't. I don't agree with that. Paul, you are Paul, good. You are good picking him because there was no way I was. He was about to be James Harden, and I'm Kevin Durant. <laughs> That's how it was. And you say Kyrie was never a Laker. My uh, avatar says differently. Are in the five seed in the West right now, and the main reason is because of Paul George. He deserves to be on the All Star roster. Period. I disagree. Period. I disagree. I'm, I'm Ty- sure you. Tyron Lue should have been an All Star over Paul George. Wait a minute. <laughs> We're not gonna do that. Uh, and uh, let's go, Bam out of bio. Norman Powell should have been an all-star over Paul George. In the words of the great Gorilla Monsoon, will you stop? (laughs) (sighs) Let me see here. Let me go with former Laker great Julius Randle. All right. And who are you weaving Nick with? A great player. Yeah, no matter what, it's a great player. Um, I'm gonna go with the most improved player, Laurie Marketing. Mid range, Demar. Not mad with being left with Demar Derozan. Not mad about it at all. All right, and then we're gonna go one wild card pick. SV3, I will give you the first wild card pick. You can pick anybody in the league for for this team. Do you want to take D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis is out there. Anthony Davis Russell. should be an all-star, but, but Russell Westbrook? I'm, no, not at all. He's great in the all-star game. He is great. He is great in the all-star game, but no, I will not be doing that. But I will be going after Jeremy's heart again, and I'm gonna pick Josh like Giddy. Oh, oh shit. Oh, <laughs> Good. <laughs> you got me there. You caught me there. Sorry, I was just talking to my wife. What happened? Who did he pick? He picked the most beautiful man on earth, Nick. The most. Oh. The most. Look! Look at this! Look at this beautiful, beautiful. Oh my god! Oh. The oh. flowing box. Oh my gosh! Sponsored by Loves. <laughs> Nick, who are you taking? <sighs> Well, I'm gonna have to go with another Homer pick on this one. He just got and, and it's he doesn't deserve to be an all star because he just got back from injury. But I'm gonna get Brandon Ingram. Former Laker great. great. All right, let's look at these rosters here. Kyrie like, SB3 going with his Homer pick. I, he was smart to at least follow it up with Giannis. You would have taken Giannis if you only had one pick, right? Like yeah. Yeah, don't, don't, okay. 
right, one of them. All right. It was back to back. I was about you can't be you can't just go Kyrie. Um All Star Game Kyrie should be really good though. Yeah, like he'll he'll show of up. Course. You got the hometown guy in Lori. I like that. Steph is Steph. I I really like your team, SB3. I kind of do. I hate to say that, but I actually like your team. LeBron, Zion, Jokic, Durant. It's a good team, too. I mean, they're all-stars. They should be good teams. Yeah. I feel... Oh, man. SB3, really. He went the he went with Giddy and Shea. Oh, How you going to pick against that team, Jeremy? I know. You're going to get everything you believe in, Jeremy. He's sucking up to you. Go with your gut. You know what the theme is. Inside, outside. Inside, outside. You don't got the bigs we got. We got Giannis, the LMB, Triple J, Lori Markkinen. Come on. Stop it. Kevin Durant. The Slim Reaper. Man, That's all, a all they, I actually like this Slim Reaper nickname. The Servant is a nickname that for some reason he liked. and He should have kept the Slim Reaper. Yeah, Slim Reaper is good. See, Kevin Durant's a bitch, though. Like, he doesn't under he doesn't even know how to take like a good nickname when he when it's bestowed upon him. The Servant. This guy. Servant. Uh, Nick, Nick, I don't I don't like doing this to you, Nick, but like you have Kevin Durant and Paul George, literally like the two guys I dislike the most in, in the in the NBA. I'm not. But see, here's the thing, Jeremy. <laughs> He's picking to kiss your butt. I'm yeah, but I appreciate that. I'm picking to win. <laughs> I'm picking I to win. You're I not going to tell me that a team with Jokic. <laughs> A team with LeBron, a team with Kevin Durant, a team with John Morant, a, a team with with Dame Lillard. You're really because hey, 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 a guy hey. with really good hair. And I actually old. think I actually think his team like has a like Kyrie and Luca not great defenders, but interior defense with Giannis and Bede, Jackson, Tatum and Brown can guard the perimeter. Oh. come on. We are so well balanced. Scoring, defense on the perimeter, defense in the paint. If you well, if you ask if you ask all thirty GMs, twenty out of the thirty GMs are picking Giannis or Luca as their number one overall pick, and I got both of them. Those are the two best players in the league. Like Giannis and Luca are the two best players in the league. I think Jokic is third, and then after that, it's a, a crapshoot. And that whole crapshoot is on my team. Come on, man. <laughs> no. What How are dare we? you? No, nah, I mean, LeBron, LeBron Durant, LeBron Durant and Steph in, in some order is probably uh, three through six. So, yes. And I got Steph. You do have two of those players. You do have two of those players. I got I got the one that's won the most championships in the last decade. Never coming on this show. <laughs> my wife my wife just texted me and said you need to have integrity are you getting bought off his sb3's team is like actually good too yeah like it's, it's not, you know it's not I, a thing of like oh sb3's wife. team is bad and i'm just i'm just sucking up to him no i balanced oh it very well and and, 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 and for that and for that final pick I needed a guard. So, yes, I went with the guard that I knew would make this a hard choice for Jeremy. I thought strategically. I thought like a GM. <laughs> I respect SP3's strategy. 
I'm like Kevin. I'm like Kevin Costner in Draft Day. His brown nose strategy. You respect that? Yeah, I do. I do respect that. Honestly, no, don't respect that. SB3. SB3's got three. Or he's got four, five of the top six scores in the league too. Like five of the top six scores. I would uh, actually like to change my pick. I don't care. Uh, let me get a uh, Lugans Dort. Nick, let me get Lugans Dort. Nick, I respect your strategy. What I unfortunately regret to inform you, Dort's like the the guy I like the least on OKC. I wouldn't mind like if you got traded. Hey, excuse, me. excuse me, I misspoke. <laughs> let me get Jalen Williams. Oh, J Dub, love me some J Dub now. Yeah, that's who I want. Yeah, let me get Jalen Williams. Love me some J Dub. Take Brandon Ingram out. Let me get Jalen Williams. (laughs) I hear from a source that he's scoring like twelve points a game. (laughs) Uh, Solid twelve points that you want on your team. He's very well rounded. He's a contributor. He's He's well rounded. That's why I want him on my team. He plays for a great team that has the best. world look look how uh, look how unbiased i am i didn't pick not one laker look at that look at that my i dude. mean there was look only one him. to choose from and he got picked at, first hey no i had at <laughs> two chances i could have picked lebron or i could have i could have picked somebody with that final that pick on the lake yeah. yeah but you would... was on a good team and i understand yeah that. exactly he wanted a team you wanted somebody on the team that beat was the lakers. stinks or <laughs> Or a or a forward slash center that pouts whenever his teammate is getting the scoring record. Yeah, you know, <laughs> not one ever. Know, that was one time. You know what? One that time. Guy. Whenever, Two, like, it, like it happens every day. That's all, folks. Shirt. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> I've seen it before. It's gonna happen. Just wait. So clearly, I've won. So, uh, oh yeah, that's ridiculous. Are we are we really trying to kid me here? Come on. For winning again. Cut I, the check, John Rossap. <laughs> I kinda think SV3 won. I I, I, I kinda have to give it to SV3. But your wife your wife your wife doesn't agree. She only she's only oh, her saying vote, that her vote's way more important than mine. Well then yes. She's only saying that. She's only saying that because I tried to convince her to watch the OC with Jeremy. That's the only reason she's going against me right now. It sure is. The OC? The OC. One of the greatest teen dramas of all time. Yes. Are you my my wife? My wife doesn't know ball though. Like she doesn't, she doesn't know hoops at all. Like she so I don't know like how much her vote counts for more than mine, but I don't know how much like it actually like goes for. Like tell you what, your wife doesn't know basketball, but she does know handsome men because she married one. Oh, look at that. That's a nice look brown nose. That was a great, great job. <laughs> so, since I've won, uh, I <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Are you just gonna, are you just gonna claim him? Go against, go against our moderator's word. Come on, Shout out to Billy Green, best coach in the NBA. Um, Thanks to ESPN New Orleans for letting me do this little shindiggy. Uh, so thank you for. Do I get a trophy? Like what? 
I mean, I, I, we we have penis trophies. You want? Do you want us to send you I, one of those? I, I do not want. <laughs> <laughs> Let me invite our pal Cher Delaware, and she can yeah, she, she can, can show, show off you the penis trophy. She can show you the penis trophy. You're gonna get it in yeah. the mail. Where is for she? Being the, for being the last place in the draft. <laughs> Congratulations, SP3. Thank you. On second you. place. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate your efforts. I appreciate your efforts, but you weren't as strategic as me. Oh, and kissing butt? No, I wasn't. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, oh, yeah. I just, I just know my audience. I know my audience. I'm not, I'm not gonna put, you know, you know, a different, a different guy that's not gonna draw the ratings or the the favor of the audience in the right spot. And I, I knew what spots to go with. Ladies and gentlemen, we had microphones in uh, SP3's draft room as he was getting ready uh, for the draft. Let's uh, take a look at some of that sound. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's the hey, right there. I did, I did what I had to do. I did what I had to do. Here you go. Yes, you did. Congratulations, sir. Uh, but the pe- I'm the people's champion. They they knew who that is actually true. Won this. That is true. That is true. Don't don't they'll never root for me in this. SB three SB three was was playing to an audience of one, and you know you gotta you it gotta worked. respect and that, worked. and it worked. It did. To you. Nick was playing to the overall audience, which is more important than just me. So I was, I was to I was playing to win. I was playing for trying to get a team that would win, you know, and that's that's what we need. So congratulations. Hey, What's up? Run in. Yeah, yeah, we got <laughs> what Donald else we got Duck. here. We got Whaley, we got uh Spider Man here. Oh Chill. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Spider-Man. How do you, is how he you sick? Okay. Go is ahead. Spider-Man sick? What's up with this? No, nah, he's been he's been through the ringer. Oh, my daughter, okay. my daughter makes him go down the slide head first. And uh <laughs> he's probably got a concussion. He can shoot webs. Can yeah, shoot I know. I, know. I, I thought he was gonna do it, but then he just slid down and I was, I had wow. to save him. He's got the uh what is that, the uh, elephantitis? <laughs> <laughs> My my daughter's new thing is uh, taking my hand and telling me bye bye, and then uh, kicking me out the room. It's closing the door in my face. That's her new gimmick. Since she's a three, she's already a three nager, even though she's a mere three weeks away. What else do you need to get? My, I remember that. I remember those times. <laughs> fun days. Fun days uh, ahead. Fun days ahead, my man. It's oh parenting. Fatherhood, the craziness of it all. You know, I like uh, that's what my wife came in here for earlier. She poked her head in, asked what my son's water bottle was before he went to school. So, you know, I don't know. Let's <laughs> keep track of that himself. It's like, how about you keep track of that? He's five. He should have a job at this point. Why are you asking? <laughs> To be clocked in already. What are we doing here, Bruh, I'm tired. I'm the one doing all this work, and he's just you know going to school, whatever. <laughs> Get a job. Go work on. Oh, all these kids are ready to ready to drop out of school. They're just like, hey, why, why do we have to do this? You don't learn anything in school. Let's be done with it. But you do though. You learn. You how do. To be a citizen and adult. 
It's, I mean, yeah, or these kids don't understand this. Say, you know, so it's so you know, the formative years is where you learn. So Nick, do you do you what do you think? Who do you think is coming out the West now? Do you think that KD is enough for the Phoenix Suns to get oh, past the Nuggets? What? Ugh, why are you asking me this? Um, I'm putting you on the spot. Okay, so I, I'll say this: if you look at the standings for the Western <laughs> Conference, it's just a big old jumbled mess right now. Uh, but I will say the Denver Nuggets are far and above everybody else in the West right now uh, with how they're playing. Uh, you know, Jokic is doing his thing. Um, they're five games ahead of the Memphis Grizzlies right now, and that's in part because yeah. the Grizzlies were in free fall. Like, if the Grizzlies didn't have the losing streak that they had, uh, in the right before you know this point, then they would be right there with Denver. Um, once we see a fully constituted Pelicans team, and I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna waver from what I said at the beginning of the season, once everybody's healthy. And ain't no telling when that's going to be. Brandon Ingram is finally playing and playing consistently. You got C.J. McCollum out there. You got a deep uh, bench. Uh, They just made that trade with uh, San Antonio and Guy Richardson, and he's playing really well. So it's like they'll be in the mix in the top four or five uh, coming out of the All-Star break or once the All-Star break ends because they've got the easiest schedule uh, for the remainder of the season. So you're going to see them shoot up more than likely as long as everybody gets healthy and and back on the court. But it's hard for me to look past Denver right now and say that they're not going to come out of the West uh, because Phoenix Phoenix is going to be tough. Phoenix is going to be tough. We got to see how Durant gels with all those guys because, you know, the thought was – you put him and Kyrie together in Brooklyn, they should be the odds-on favorite to win a title. And it didn't happen. Yes. And you can put players together. You can trade for guys. You can say that you have this super team and you have you know the pieces in place to make a run. But it actually has to happen. You have to see it. You know, you got to put it on the court. And it, ha- it needs to work. So... I think the Suns have as good a shot as anybody because they're in a really good position right now. I think, what, fourth or fifth? Fourth seed. Fourth, fourth seed. seed, eight and a half out of first, but so, one game out of third, three so and a half out of second. They got plenty of time to make it gel, put it together, and then make that run. I don't think anybody's going to want to see them in the playoffs. Um, but if you're asking me right now who I have coming out of the West, it would be Denver because they're playing the best basketball out of anybody in the West right now. But we'll see after the All-Star break exactly who's uh, going to who, who's gonna be hot, because it's about being hot at the right time. So yeah. we'll see who ends up getting hot in this last part of the season uh, after All-Star. So we shall see. The Eastern Conference, I think, is set. It's either going to be Boston or Milwaukee. I don't see it. I, I love Joel Embiid and I love the Sixers and what they're doing. I don't see anybody beating Boston or Milwaukee. And all honestly, I don't see anybody beating Boston right now. Boston, Boston far away, I, far I think Bucks is the only way Celtics don't make it to the finals. Is the Bucks? Is the Bucks being healthy in in April and May? They need to be healthy with Milton and Holiday 
and all their role players as well, and Giannis being healthy and playing the way he's been playing. I think they need all of those things. They need a lot of stars to align for them to beat Boston. Like, legit, Boston right now is the best team in the league. And I don't think I, – I don't know if there's anybody who can really compare with them right now, east or west. So – because they have balance. They have really great balance. They can score. They play good defense. They have balance. So I, I see them, in, you know, getting back to the NBA Finals. Uh, but – and I'll say this. Don't count out the Warriors. I, I've been I've been on that bandwagon as well because they still have not been healthy this season either. Mark my words. You want to talk about a team that hadn't been healthy and we really haven't seen them, you know, to the full constitution of what they could be. Like they're at nine right now, but they're a game and a half out of six. So you Steph is out weeks though. Steph is out weeks. That the team Mark not great without Steph. Are they going to get healthy? Are they going to get healthy? They're they're going to get healthy, and they'll more than likely be in the play-in. But nobody in the play-in is going to want to see the Warriors. And then if they come out of the play-in, nobody is going to want to see the goal. It's like nobody's ready for Oscar. Nobody's (laughs) going to want to see the Warriors in the playoffs if they're fully healthy and rested and ready to go. So, again, we shall see how all that pans out. But Golden State is a team to watch. Of course, you know, I think the Pelicans are a team to watch if they get healthy. It's about health, man. Coming out of the All-Star break, it's about who's healthy and who can make a run. So, we'll see. But if you're talking about the West, right now, I got Denver. Nick, last one before we let you go. Please break SB3's heart. Do the Lakers make the playoffs? No. Not the play-in. No. The playoffs. No. 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 What did I tell you? What did I say? He did. He did what say did this I to start say? the year. He did say this. I'm to start not going to waver from my position. Look, man. Okay. Let's be really, really real about this. They made a really good trade. Made a great trade. Bringing D'Angelo Russell back into the fold. Game changer. It's great. If you look at their schedule coming into the last part of the season. It's the toughest. And then you look at who they have ahead of them. No, I I don't see it. Now, I could be wrong, and they could they could fight to 10th. They could fight to 10th. I could see that. But I, I don't see it. I could see them fighting to 10th, but I don't believe that they're going to get into the playoffs because they don't have it. They don't. They don't have it. I don't believe in Darvin Ham. I don't believe in the team. I believe in LeBron because LeBron is LeBron, and LeBron is always going to be LeBron. Anthony Davis is a powder, a whiner. He's emotional. We've seen look. SP three can shake his head all we want, all he wants. To. <laughs> As someone who lives in Louisiana has covered this team since they became the since they were the Hornets. Okay, I know that what that dude can do. And I know who he is, and I know who he isn't. And what he isn't is the kind of teammate that the Lakers need in order to get to where they need to be right now. I'm surprised they didn't trade him before the trade deadline. But I don't think anybody wanted to take on that contract. I know they weren't going to do that. They they believe in Anthony Davis. They believe that bubble AD will return someday. 
someday, someday. he'll, he'll return he'll return but i will i will say the one thing that nick said right is that we have a tumultuous uh road ahead of us because we play the pelicans twice we play the mavericks twice this this week this is we this next week or so alone we verse pelicans warriors mavericks grizzlies thunder timberwolves warriors grizzlies jesus christ like pelicans are banged up warriors are banged up you just beat the warriors like you gotta yeah, win you gotta win some of these games. I know. I know. Not- I know. I, I. I. We need. We need a good stretch of these games. We gotta get a bunch of these. But uh, I. I'm hoping that you know the Grizzlies will play like the Grizzlies of the past. You know, couple of weeks against us. So yeah. And let's clarify: the Pelicans aren't banged up. They're just missing Zion. Brandon Ingram is healthy and back. McCollum was out last game, wasn't he? He didn't McCollum, play against. McCollum, McCollum might McCollum. be a healthy scratch, or he may be oh. just like somewhat injured uh, and just they're trying to rest CJ because CJ is the one guy out of those three players that has played consistently throughout the season for the Pelicans. Yeah. Maybe just trying to get him some rest, uh, get ready for the last part of the season, which would be totally understandable. But, you know, Dyson Daniels is a, a rookie of the year candidate uh, for the Pelicans. Uh, uh, Trey Murphy has played really well. Najee Marshall has played fantastic for the Pelicans so far this season. They have a deep roster. They got a really good bench. Jonas Valanciunas really isn't getting the credit that he deserves for what he's been able to do for the Pelicans this season. Uh, Willie Hernan Gomez, just you, you, you got some great, great players on that team, and people aren't even watching. They don't even know exactly what the Pelicans can do because you haven't seen them play with their full big th- their big three all season long they play less than 10 games together so once you see them fully healthy and fully constituted you're gonna see something real special out of the pelicans Mark, i'm telling you right now nick we but appreciate you stop having setbacks science does have to get healthy before you go share delaware is backstage she's been backstage share please pull out the trophy that we need to to send nick so we can see it. There we go. There we go. There's the trophy that you have won for winning the the draft. Beautiful. For winning second place. Congratulations. (laughs) Didn't have to make it life size. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, Nick, let everybody know where they can find you at. And before you do that, I'm going to officially invite you you back. When we do our playoff preview, you're welcome to come back uh, for that one. Come play. Preview the playoffs with us. I'll let you know uh, when that when that is. But yes, you, you're welcome back uh, really anytime. But I want to officially invite you back for our playoff preview. So then let everybody know where they can find you at. Uh, you can find me at Mr. Professor 318 on all social media platforms. That includes Twitter. I was having a little problem uh, a couple of weeks ago trying to get into my account. But uh, I'm back and raring to go. Uh, so you can catch me at Mr. Professor 318 on all social media platforms. Uh, the We Rock Together T. You can see this is my official uh, merch. If you go to the link tree in my bios, uh, you can uh, catch one of those shirts. The They're selling like crazy. And I appreciate everybody for uh, supporting Unity through music. Uh, of course, if you go to the Fightful TikTok page, you will see my contributions there as uh, an official Fightful contributor. Hooray. Uh, so go ahead and follow at Fightful.com on TikTok. 
to uh, check out a lot of the videos that we put out there. We just passed 10,000 followers on the uh, TikTok page, which is amazing. And uh, we're already approaching 11,000. So thank you guys for your support on that. Uh, that is just absolutely dynamite. Uh, you can catch me on ESPN New Orleans uh, all week long on the Sports Hangover with Gus Catgill from 12 to 3 p.m. Central Time. Uh, and you can catch me on my show, uh, Want to Bet with the Professor Nick Harrison. It's a sports betting show every Thursday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Time. And you can catch all of that at ESPN1003.com. Please, please send me betting advice. I need it. I keep losing. It's all, all my, I'm losing all my free money. I haven't lost any real money yet. Losing all my well, free money. We're about to dive into the NBA and to college basketball full force. We have different guests every week, uh, experts in the fields. Uh, we had an all-star spectacular this past week for the uh, Super Bowl, and the majority of the folks who came on the show picked Chiefs, uh, picked them on the money line, which was the best value for betters uh, going into the Super Bowl. And uh, so anybody who bet Chiefs on the money line uh, made themselves a good chunk of change, especially if you bet really well. So, uh, yeah, just make sure that you guys check in on that uh, on Thursdays. Uh, it's, again, ESPN1003.com. Uh, we got what you're looking for, live from Boomtown Casino and Hotel on the West Bank of New Orleans. So uh, if you're in the New Orleans area, come by and check me out live in the sports book. Uh, so we can get all that stuff together. But yeah, I'd love to come back on. I appreciate you guys having me. Anytime you guys want to have me on this show, all you got to do is say the word and I'm there. We appreciate you, Nick. Thank you. Uh, appreciate thanks you for joining Nick. us. Good luck to your Pelicans. Please beat the Lakers tonight so I can talk more. Oh, it's over. It's going to happen. Nope. Tweet, y'all can catch the tweets. <laughs> Late. This like thing. that next game, like that next game that you were tweeting me on. Well, hey, hey, look, man. Um, <laughs> let, let's discuss this. Um, they they were hurt and uh, <laughs> had some had some bad fries. Uh, Lakers winning by ten tonight. The call, the call pocket, I'm, that's another show that I'm never coming on again, <laughs> ever. <laughs> There you go. Great prediction by the homie. Thank thank you, man. We appreciate you. Hey, man, no problem. Have have a good Wednesday, buddy. (laughs) Share Delaware. How you doing? I'm here. Hi, Cher. You gotta you gotta bring some after Nick, you gotta bring some energy. What are we doing here? Come on. What are we doing? That is is your energy. Share, share. You, you. I'm just gonna start with this. You said that you sent a DM. I don't know what this is about, but we were supposed to remind you to discuss this. Yes. Send a DM. You received a DM. DM. Something about a DM. Okay. Some people have probably already seen it. So, if you have followed me on Twitter for any length of period. You remember the DM that I received uh, in 2019 when I first got back on Twitter that said, can I eat your ass? And then we can Rumble 1993. I do remember this, actually. I do remember this. I opened my um, DM 
DM request, whatever, a couple weeks ago. Um, in an offer to help women struggling with um, postpartum psychosis, depression, anxiety. Okay. Lots of men not struggling with these things have slid in DM. And last night, I got this one. Now, the first person I sent this to was Cameron Hawkins. Because I knew his reaction would be excellent. And it was. <laughs> it was. So, and I'm going to read these in order. There's two messages. They were one minute apart. Mm -hmm. Can you please poop and piss on me? Oh, my God. Followed up with. If I had a chance with you, I'd do right by you. He's, you know, he's trying to play to the kinks first, and then he's letting you know that he would do right. And by doing right, that might involve some some uh, golden showers and was his brown name, showers. Was his name Adam from season four of You? All right. So did you guys watch this? You guys watched it? <laughs> yeah, watch obviously, okay. obviously I did. Yes, you got right. Because you, you knew that part. Yes. I didn't know if you guys had fully finished this. I watched it. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about you here in a second. Uh, I'm glad that people have recognized that eating ass is the way to, to get into a good relationship. Um, I shout out to. <laughs> yeah. See, DeColub says he came on strong and followed up with a sweet note. Exactly. <laughs> He's appealing to to all sides here. He's, he's, he's like, he's like, is she is she the sensitive type or is she like the aggressive? Let me mix in both. He got a nice little block for his efforts. Oh, poor guy. Some some people are are ladies in the tweets and and freak freaks in the sheets. You know, so wasn't sure, wasn't sure there who was go what he was going after. It was it was Valentine's Day, Cher. He was trying to be your Valentine. What a romantic! I sent that <laughs> camp and I said a happy Valentine's Day. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's poor guy. All right, you the the first half of the season premiered this past week. I watched it all. You guys watched it all. What what are we thinking about the first half so far, Cher? I like it. I've seen a lot of people saying like, I, first off, I was never a big fan of love and. Oh. Hate like, yeah. This is where we disagree. I love love. Yeah. I know. I mean, of his obsessions, Beck has always been my favorite. I don't know why. I just really liked Beck. So I thought season two was really boring because it was more just like like the first half of season two was kind of just introducing love before they started killing everybody and then season three was just kind of like eh, but i see people that are like they don't like it now because love's not in it and the wrong person died or whatever like that would make any sense but i like it i like that it was someone doing it to him and him trying to figure out like because he's always been the one that's a step ahead of everybody else so him trying to figure out how this person is a step ahead of him and i thought that it was i don't want to spoil it because i mean it did just come out last week yeah spoil um, it i'm gonna spoil a bunch of stuff I spoiler thought, alert ahead i yeah. thought it was that 
like from the beginning that's who i was like okay this is who it's gotta be but then they go to the house and everything and i was like okay maybe not you know and i love that they killed off all the people that were really fucking annoying and obnoxious like that was i I was worried it was gonna be what was that girl phoebe was that her name the um yeah 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 that's adam's girlfriend right yes Yeah. yeah I was worried she was going to get killed. And I was like, I love her. (laughs) She's one of the only ones I like from that friend group. (laughs) Yes. I didn't want anything to happen to her. And um, yeah, I found it very interesting. And I'm wondering where they go from here with the second half of the season with him, you know, leaving, leaving him to die and he survived. And I'm wondering. I think Marianne's got to come back and, and factor in here because, oh. yeah, she she was the reason he went to foreign country chasing her. Yeah. They had two scenes together, you know, the, the one scene in the warehouse thing and then at the, the train station. And then she just disappeared and they've gone off to this whodunit type thing. I think she comes back around. I think that's where season uh, the, the second half of the season will really start to 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 shape and everything when when she I like your stardust shirt uh when when she comes <laughs> back around with, with everything I like the first half of the season I thought the because I I thought they were just gonna go directly into the Marianne stuff the the twist that it took was just like hey we're kind of just doing like a side quest story at mm-hmm. this point um yeah. they 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 had enough interesting characters and the story was good enough to where it still carried it see I love the love seasons because he met someone who is as batshit insane exactly. as he is. Oh, and like that scared him. I enjoyed that it, he had someone that like he always had a quote unquote purpose when he was killing people. And she yeah. was like, meh. Like, yeah. <laughs> he had thought and would kill people and then be like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? And so they <laughs> up her mess. Like, I enjoyed it, but the people that are like, Oh, she should have lived, and it should have continued with her. I don't, no. I don't agree with that at all. I, I agree with you there. I, I, the main thing I disagree with, I think season two is the best season, and oh. I feel like every other season has kind of it's it's still good, but I don't think it's as good as the 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 peak of the series is when you find out that love is a serial killer with with joe when she kills uh jenna ortega's sister in yeah. season two that's like the peak of of you for me because that reveal i just remember the feel i re- remember sitting next to my missus and that reveal we were both jaw on the floor like oh and then everything made sense throughout the whole season her killing uh, uh her brother's girlfriend the, the older lady or well, everything made sense and then season three wasn't as good to me as season two but i still enjoyed it because of like you said just just loves just haphazardly killing yeah. people and just not knowing how to follow i'm gonna she's she's gonna show me this this uh bakery so i could go open my bakery kill her in the first episode like that was like that is awesome that's the best first episode of you in my opinion because of just how she did it it was hilarious see when i watched um i didn't watch it as it was on i didn't start watching it like season three was coming out and so i was live tweeting my watching it and first scene or episode whatever whatever love is in the first time i think it was episode one of season two i was like 
oh, this bitch is nuts, that something's going to happen. Yes. And then I was like, okay, I saw it coming. So, like, I absolutely knew it was coming. But, yeah, I mean, Love's character was good. It wasn't that I was like, oh, my God, Love is terrible. But, I, like, we didn't need to see Joe settle down. So <laughs> That's what I said. Season three was, like, a step down because I was like, I don't want to see Joe settle down. And then they made you, at the end of season two, feel like he was going to have, like, a whole new interest with the with the neighbor. And then they finished that in episode one. So that's why I said, like, at season three was a step down from season two. I feel like one and two are the best seasons uh, by far. And then season three, this season has been good because of, like you said, like, him being one foot off. And then when you go when you get to like the final episode of part one you're realizing like damn joe only killed one person this whole season we've seen multiple people die but he's only been responsible for one of them and it was freaking alfred from gotham like i was like i was like i was like and it's only because alfred from gotham was too nosy and started stalking the stalker and he got he got what he deserved for that so yeah i did like that he did bring up his son though because I wondered if we were just going to pretend like he didn't exist anymore. So I did appreciate that he, but I laugh that he keeps being like, I was married once. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. And I, I love, I love how he is legitimately a gaslighter. Like season three was when I realized like he's legitimately a gaslighter. Cause he's looking at love. Like love is not the same as him. Like I know she haphazardly kills people, but y'all are both killers. Why are you gaslighting her? And it's like, very issue it's very dexter of like oh i have a purpose like there's a reason yeah. i kill these people and like i'm doing good by killing these people it's like you're still killing people i yeah. mean when he, it doesn't he would like his little talking head thing voiceover would be like talking shit about love killing people as he's like chopping <laughs> up their body Oh, like what? Like, what you're killing people? These are bad people. Yes, that you're killing, but like you're you're killing people. Let the the court system or whatever deal with it. Even though that sucks, but let that deal with them. You murdering people is not helpful in in what, any manner. What is body count now on this show? How many? People oh, it's it's insane. See, I come I come to this show for the absurdity, and they found a formula that like if you look at it, this. This season, very similar formula to every other season, because every other semi season has followed a similar form. He finds an interest. He gets caught up in in murders and everything. You got the people who have uh, this weird kink. You have, uh, you know, you mentioned the 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 golden showers was the kink in this one. Uh, you you find di people from like different in this in this season. It's like very. Um, it's the rich people that they eat the rich yeah. stuff and pat like last season it went very over the top of like here's our gay couple here here's more black yeah. people yeah. on the show like it was very like let's hit you in the face with like we're diverse on this show and in this season it's more just like hey here's a bunch of rich people so you you have the group of people that it gets caught up with it's a very easy formula that that they follow but it works and it makes shit so absurd that it's just that, well, that's what i'm here for i'm here for the absurdity of it all and it's funny because, like, it's absurd to us, you know, that some, like, the things like the art show. But yeah, these people actually operate when they're yeah. you know, that wealthy. Like, they will do things like that. So I did like that they tie in such things like that. The whole <laughs> dinner party game where she comes <laughs> in. <laughs> 
to be stabbed or whatever. And I yeah, go, I'm dead. <laughs> they're like, we're going to meet in whatever room. And she's like, no, no, no. I love the like the the sequence and series of absurd events that have to happen for all of this to take place. Like I I love the I'm pretty sure it's like the first episode. Of course, like nobody shuts their blinds in this show. No. Um, and the first episode is what's her name just like playing with herself, and he's just watching, and it's just like how absurd is this? Like your your blinds are open, and you're just in broad daylight, like fingering yourself who the fuck does this the biggest window i've ever yeah yeah it's not just like you know blinds like this out here of like it is gigantic the entire wall is a window essentially she's this rich (laughs) and lives in a flat like you can't buy curtains like you know yeah and and he's taken over i mean i understand that this um First off, that didn't make a whole lot of sense that that dude's like, I'm not going to kill you. Here's another identity. Like, why would he fucking care? Yeah, that was weird. I mean, I get that he got that money, but still, it's not like Love's dad couldn't have given him more money, but whatever. So whatever this identity was that he took over must have been a rich bitch because he's got a big apartment. Like he's got all this shit in this apartment i'm like what is happening i do like the young girl that was sleeping with what's his face malcolm yes because she's kind of like a the only normal person yeah she she's probably she's basically trying to fit the role of uh of jenna ortega in season mm -hmm. two or the or the son in season three with love yeah they have to have one of those young characters who seems semi-normal but you know you know in this series nine times out of ten they're either gonna die or have to be run off (laughs) are you talking are you talking about nadia the person who's okay I think she's very involved in in some of this stuff because she knows way too much about the whodunits and everything. I thought she might be the killer at first, mm. uh, and the person like texting with him. It, it it wasn't, but I think she's more involved of this. I don't think she's that normal with, with this stuff. Like, I I think she's kind of intertwined with a lot of. This that would stuff, be a nice so twist. Keep I, keep I, an I, eye I, keep an eye on her. I don't I know. I thought it was gonna be Kate at first yeah. but then i was like that's that was too yeah. obvious and that's too close to love so I'm re- I was, like, okay thrown off ready i i think kate is involved in some way because like her dad is, you know he brought up or she brought up like her dad is like the worst person in the world uh i'm gonna give you my my friend sammer here is his theory he was i'm sure drugged out of his mind and by drugs i mean he doesn't you know all this uh i'm sure he's very stoned when he when he sent me his theories uh, so he says, here's my definitive you theories. They're set in stone and irreversible. You super believe in these. <laughs> Kate and Nadia are in on the murders. Uh, Nadia said there's no such thing as coincidence in murder mysteries, and yet she was the one who first gave Joe that book, The Mayor's Memoir. She kept showing up suspiciously. She also said there are three motives, revenge, sex, and money. So three people killed. Well, there's a bunch of spoilers. Sorry, everybody. Uh, so three <laughs> people killed Malcolm. Kate, revenge because she actually didn't know he was fucking around, or sex, depending on how you see it. Nadia, sex or revenge, depending on which one Kate is, and the mayor for money. 
Kate has a stalking fetish. Joe may have actually committed the murder and is projecting the mayor fight club style. There's some subtle hits about that as a combination of all of the above. Sorry to spoil it for you. So there's the second half season uh, four spoilers by by my buddy Samer, who is definitely in his right mind uh, when he texted me. <laughs> all of those. That's his theory. I, I think I do think Nadia is in on these murders. By the way, I do that I do agree sense. with him on that. I do agree with him on that. That does make sense. I, I would I wouldn't be surprised if if Kate did uh, did kill her friend, the one that was in her room, and yeah. then she played it off like like you know she didn't have anything to do with it. But I think she was. I think it was just a ploy to kind of expose who Joe is because she got a lot of information from Joe in that instant. Yeah, and like her holding the knife, and then being like, "I don't know why I picked this up," you know, like yeah, that was odd. She's suspect. But, yeah, she's sus. Yeah, for sure. And she was the one who was super annoyed with that girl and everything. So that would make sense. But um, I wish that. I understand that they split it up into two months so that people have to pay for two months subscription to Netflix. But like, Oh, is that why they, I just thought they were being fucking lame, but that no, makes sense. That's why they do it now is so that you have to oh, two months. That okay. sucks. Well, then I wish that they would make the seasons longer if they're going to do that, because I watched those five episodes laying in bed Friday. Like, <laughs> And then I got done and I'm like, okay, well, so before the next half of the season comes out, I'm gonna have to rewatch it. Cause I'm not going to remember shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know. I did. I did really enjoy it though. I saw a lot of people shitting all over it on Twitter and I liked it. So, but we know I have bad taste. <laughs> to me, like it, it's, it's you like they, the most absurd episode I think I've seen in any series ever was like episode six of, of season one where he is on the, the drug high and he crashes his car and there's no dent on the car and he goes into the mansion and everything. It's legitimately like the most hilarious episode ever. He, I, it's very funny. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's a show that takes itself too serious. I think it's in on like sort of the, the jokes that everybody has. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe they think this is like high art shit. Um, but I, I don't think it takes itself serious at all. And I'm here for just the absurdity. Like, yeah, yeah. sure. He follow, he stalks this guy and finds himself finds him getting pissed on by a busboy in a back room. Why wouldn't that happen? Like, I'm here for the series of absurd events that happen on this show. Uh, and it delivers. Like, the more absurd this show can get, the the better. Like, leaving the man to, to die in the, the burning building and stuff, just, just kill him. Yeah, just kill him after that. Like, what are we? What are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? But of course, it's the one person that Joe said was the normal person in this in this sea of horrible people. That's the person who's the killer. Right. I'm I'm here for the absurdity. That's the that's the appeal of this show. Make it as absurd as possible. If you actually wanted good storytelling and stuff, you know, watch. I guess WWE. They're winning Emmys this year. If you want absurd shit. Watch Bray Wyatt, the greatest storyteller of all time. Oh God! Um, <laughs> to mute myself, <laughs> please do, please do, sir. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the first half of the season. But yeah, it, it felt like 
it felt like half of a season. Like I want, I want more, give me more. And yeah, I agree with Cher that they should have made it longer. Like I know, I think um, Ozark is the one I, I talked about before. I think they gave us like six, seven episodes, the first half. And then the final half was like, uh, you know, four episodes or five episodes. That's a full season. Give us a 12 episode season. This feels like you're just splitting a 10 episode season in half. And I don't think that's, that's like, that's like honey dicking. <laughs> I don't like that they split it like that, but it shares reasoning, which I assume is legit. It yeah, is it is super annoying that, that that's the reason. I didn't think of that, or I haven't read that. I try to not because that's that. why they do it with with uh, the circle. The circle goes across two uh, two months, and that's oh. why that's why they want people gotcha. to, to pay two months of Netflix now. Oh, so like I I didn't keep up on when like the circle episodes were released, so I didn't realize that. Okay, uh, real quickly because I. I do need to run and maybe actually do some actual work. Um, have so the challenge finale is tonight. We'll recap that next week. There, nothing. I mean, stuff happened. Uh, Sam just said, "Way to spoil it for the masses." Uh, so stuff happened last week, but like nobody got eliminated. They haven't finished the finale or anything yet. We'll recap the entire. You have you want to? SP three seems irritated about something that happened. I'm irritated by how they did this whole final. Oh yeah, like, it's stupid. It doesn't it's make stupid. any sense. Like they did a whole time lapse where twelve hours passed, and we're supposed to believe they were running for twelve hours. Like, what is going on here? It makes no sense how they did this finals. All I will say is that the MVP of the last episode was Nani. Nani on that eating challenge. Oh my god, oh, she that killed was, it. That was her high. That is the the, the greatest moment in Nani's history. The, forget the forget catching the pole with her leg in, in that last elimination. No, it's her eating performance. Her with the with the pasta coming out of her mouth and then and then projectile vomiting on bananas and getting the pasta into his pocket. Oh my god, Nani was goat-like levels of eating. She is right up there with Tony Time. She's right up there with CT. She is one of the greatest eaters in challenge history now. Uh Cher Delaware, have you watched After the Altar, the three episodes? I have not yet. I intend on watching it either today or tomorrow. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that next week then. You haven't watched uh, season three, Love is Blind, have you, SV3? No, I have not. Okay. Uh, there's this new... Either. Oh, all right. There's this new show on Netflix. We have not watched it yet because... The perfect Match? Perfect Match. Oh, have you watched this? No, I saw I saw my good my good friend uh Frank, I believe he's season season three, uh, no season four winner of the circle. We've been talking on the Twitter bean, so I'm I'm I might slide in the DM soon. But yeah, we were talking and he was tweeting about a perfect match. Oh yes. So we saw there was the ad for this after after the altar uh finished. And it, the the first episode, I don't know how they're splitting up. I haven't looked at the episode list, but they premiered yesterday and we were gonna watch it. And then I wasn't feeling well and I just fell asleep. Uh, but like Francesca is on it. It's people from like the Netflix shows. So it's people from oh. uh, Circle, from Love is Blind, from Too Hot to Handle. So Francesca's on it. Uh, Bartice is on it from, uh, yeah, yes, yes, Cher. Bartice yeah. is on it. Uh, Damien Powers. Damien Powers is on it. That's oh, Connor Casey yeah. is on it. Oh, shoot. Uh, Nick. Nick and Joe from the circle are on it uh, as Joe? well. Yeah, Who's Nick and Nick Joe. Um, 
season oh nick three. from season three yes yeah season yeah. three yes. yeah he is on it uh there's somebody from like sexy beast on it kelsey or something from from sexy beast is on there so it's netflix uh people who are on this show it looks very stupid and i can't wait to watch it it's similar to it's kind of like are you the one in in the sense of like hey let's find your perfect but like it's also got some love island because you got to like match up with somebody at the end of it and like if you don't have a match you get kicked off but then you try to find like oh is this person the perfect match so it's kind of like are you the one love island mixed here with netflix reality people it's nick lachey host it looks very dumb and I cannot wait to actually I might watch have it to and watch see this. how terrible. I feel like it's going to be good. I feel like I think I can convince the missus to watch this. All I wanted to say also, since it's the reality show portion, and I've been the, the analyst for Love Island UK, I have officially jumped off the Farmer Will bandwagon. He disappointed me, ladies and gentlemen. He is it's Casa Amor. It's Casa Amor all over again. Casa Amor always does this. And Will, oh my God, he he betrays Jesse after everybody was saying, "Oh, Jesse's not into Will." Like Will's into Jesse. Jesse's over in Casa Amor, to being all good, saying that no one is gi- giving her the same vibe, the same connection she has with Will. And then Will's over on in the villa flirting with this girl, and then he kisses her on the last episode. And not only just kisses her, he goes in for seconds. He goes in the seconds, like, look it up. Put Will Love Island on your Twitter machine, and you will see tweet upon tweet about, you let us down. We, you, you, you were the good one. We were on, we were on your bed. I was trying to connect you with share your real true love, and then you disappoint me in Casa Amor. Damn it. Damn it, Will. What are we doing? I'm sorry that the farmer has disappointed you. SP3. The chickens and come share. out to roost. And oh. share as well. Cause we I was I was holding that hope that Will the Farmer was gonna be the one for Share Delaware. But now we gotta wait until March 8th and the premiere farmer wants a wife to see what happens with uh with the, the love we life. Apply for of season two for sure. Oh, we are. We're applying. I don't know if it's gonna get a season two. This feels like one of those shows that just gets one season and they're just like, Yeah, this shit tanked in the ratings. We tried and they're gonna just put them all on the fox app because it does so bad but if there's a season two we will sign up share delaware uh all right i gotta get out of here and listen to drew mcintyre interviews for for the day job (laughs) share delaware let everyone know where they can find you at if you would like to plug anything uh you can find me on twitter at share delaware that's about it SV3, do you have anything to plug? You can find me in St. Louis rolling on dubs, soaking on dubs, um, or you can just follow me at True Hill SP3. I got a new interview up with uh, Sam Adonis of AAA over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. You can check that out over there. And then here on Fightful Overbooked, uh, it's coming, ladies and gentlemen, after, after a full year of teasing it, me and Maggie and guest starring Jeremy, he's going to make a run in the OC podcast, the OC podcast. We're going to rank every single character. I found the tier list. We're going to rank every single character from the OC, one of the greatest team dramas of all time. Check it out. It's coming soon. Uh, you guys are recording that soon. And I'm, I'm, we're not going to do that live because there's so much shit yes. on this channel. 
right now. But yes, it is it is coming, and I'm going to try to make a run in, and probably next week. I'll probably run next week. Um, I'll figure it out. But there is a lot of shit on this channel right now. So I appreciate all the contributors who have done stuff the, this past week uh, while I was out. Joel Pearl has actually done something. I don't fire him. Still going to fire him, but uh, he actually contributed stuff. Jeff Hawkins did a show about looking at the Elimination Chamber, which rolled uh, what else? We had coexisting with Rob and Maggie. Um, SB3 and I did uh, a special episode of FMC last Friday talking about the trade deadline. Cher Delaware did strong style looking at the Royal Rumble. I assume she'll be bullied into doing an Elimination Chamber strong style. I don't know that for certain. There you go. Uh, so you have that to look forward to. Um, you know, Tag Talk. Kylie Kylie is there. Ella J was on Tag Talk this week with, with Kylie. And Indeed with Mike and Reg talking about the world of independent wrestling. Bread Club with Matt and Kieran. They had Royce Isaacs on the show this past week. So, and they celebrated Kieran's 30th birthday with a bunch of special messages and, and things like that, looking at all the New Japan stuff. Bunch of stuff. I did interviews with a bunch of in- names in independent wrestling. The interview I did with Billy Starks goes up uh, in like an hour, hour and a half by the time this is over. So, check that out. We interviewed her father, Mouse. That'll be on the spotlight tomorrow, which is Thursday, which was really fun. He rolls. So, a lot of interviews that, that we've done as well. A lot of content here on Five Overbooked. Key, subscribe, leave us thumbs up on videos, support the channel however you can. We appreciate it. And I think that's everything. We'll be back next week. Our usual Tuesday spot next week. We move things around this week because um, of, of, of traveling and really just traveling. And I, I wanted to align the Lakers and the Pelicans battle clash for, for SB3 and Nick. Guys, we appreciate it. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye, everybody. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.